0: Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Whenever you happen to be listening to this, this is episode number 35 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. Uh, First up, we got some backseater shows coming up. Uh, This Saturday, October 5th, we're playing at the Walnut Room, opening up for Kara Kara. We will be sharing the stage with Suitable Miss, who need to book an episode of this podcast. And our boys in Blueprint. Uh, we have some pre-sale tickets for $12, so hit us up. November 9th, we'll be playing at Moe's Barbecue, and that will be Suitable Miss's EP release show. Uh, we don't have pre-sale tickets, but again, Suitable Miss, book an episode. Uh, we have our first sponsors. If you've seen me in the past year, you may have noticed that I have a... Uh, a kendama around my neck. And if you don't know what a kendama is, if you haven't seen me, it's a ball attached to a string, which is attached to a stick with some cups on it. Um, It's a skill toy. And our first sponsor is Yo-Yo Loco. They are a skill toy store located on Main Street in Breckenridge, Colorado. They have all kinds of stuff there. They have yo-yos, they have kendamas, they have any kind of skill toy you can imagine. So Visit them in Breckenridge on Main Street or hit them up on yoyoloco.com. Our second sponsor is Evo Kendamas slash Dama on Clothing. They make hand-turned, great kendamas uh, starting out at $10 for beginners who aren't sure if they want to play kendama yet. All the way up to their beautiful high-end spec kendamas Um, they also have some pretty badass shirts so check them out online damaonclothing.com my guest today is ian taylor of arrows i would describe his music as kind of a melodic electronic not the obnoxious kind of electronic that Anyway, uh, it's like a melodic electronic music uh, with like a little hip hop undertone and some badass vocals. So uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk with him and get this episode rolling. This is episode number 35 of the Don't Start a Band podcast with Ian Taylor of Arrows. Kid music. Can you hear
1: me? Yeah, yeah. Can you see?
0: This is episode number thirty five of the Don't Start a Band podcast, and I have Ian Taylor of Arrows joining me today what's up dude not a lot man i think this is the first episode where i haven't said uh i think i usually say how the hell are you
2: oh i've i I mean great now three times charm
0: hell yeah i'm in a good place Uh, for the people listening we uh had to try the facebook live video three times because it crashed two of three times so due to a russian collusion I I think it does have something to do with the Russians. 100%. They do listen to the podcast. I can check the listings oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the SoundCloud thing. That's so safe. And there are people in the Russian Federation that listen to this podcast. So, so Russia, shout out. Thank shout you for out vodka. Shout um, So, how did you get your start in music? Let's start from At the- birth, the first song you've ever heard, to now. The first song I've ever heard. Okay, you don't have to start there, but uh, when did you start getting interested
2: in music? Well, I guess, like, for me, it started, uh, like, I grew up in a home that, like, my mom, uh, she was a singer, and, like, she sang like, gospel, and, like, Lots of, like, church music and stuff like that. Like, we'd go to church all the time, and she was active in the choir. So I think, like, just being around that, you know, environment inspired me to uh, pursue music as well and, like, be just into it. But she liked, like, a lot of stuff. I mean, like, her favorite artist is Elvis. So, like, I grew up listening to, like, a lot of Elvis. Um, Did you know that he had a twin brother that I guess
0: uh, didn't make it during birth but uh he used to say that he had dreams about his twin brother all the time where they would be dressed the same they'd look wow. a little different but they'd be dressed the same they'd be performing together and that's it was like scary yeah yeah so like he would have
2: it like happen all the time wow. yeah
0: and i guess i would never
2: heard that that's crazy yeah uh yeah wow
0: Watch a lot of weird top ten videos on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was yeah one no, of them. no, that's so, cool.
2: That's a cool fact. Uh, I'll have to
0: check that out. Anyway, I sometimes interrupt people on the podcast. No, you don't good. take it personally. Nah. Um, but so your mom was interested in Elvis, sang in the choir,
2: and then I guess like when I got really into music, I feel like it was like when I was like in middle school and like high school. it's when I started listening to like. Bands that they didn't approve of and and things like that. Like, I remember, like, uh, it's funny you have a Blink-182 poster. I got in trouble for listening to Blink-182. Really? Yeah, for their toxic sodomy. Oh, man. She was not about that.
0: (laughs) That, uh, yeah, that'll definitely do it, especially someone who's singing in the church choir.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 she loved it. Um, But uh, this is a weird transition. Anyways. There'll be more, I can guarantee that. So, I guess, like, after, like, listening to, like, stuff like that, I started getting really into, um, I actually got started more in metal. Yeah. And, like, hardcore and, like, post-hardcore, things like that. So, I got really into just a bunch of different bands, like. What uh, were some of the first ones? I think, like, one of the bigger ones for me was, uh, Glassjaw was, like, really big. Um, and then, I mean, there were a bunch of, like, underground bands that, like, I don't even remember their names. But, yeah, But there was, like, From from Autumn to Ashes was, like, another big one for me. Okay. And, like, that's when I was, like, I was, like, oh, you can, you know, write aggressive music, but you can still, like, sing really pretty. And I was, yeah. like, that's – I didn't know anyone could do that. And then I just kind of, like, from there, you know, like, fell into it more and more. And then um, I guess, like, I was in one, one band in uh, – high school and it was like this weird like tool-esque band and yeah it, it just was like trash though like
0: polyrhythm yeah kinda. it was totally
2: polyrhythm but yeah. it just like That's amounted just to difficult. nothing yeah no it's, it's it was all math it yeah. wasn't for me yeah I, i've
0: never been able to do that i love
2: i love like the structure of it like i respect people like uh you actually had this dude on uh one of your podcast or whatever the polite heretic yeah and he does math like almost like math rock or like polyrhythmic stuff that guy bit. he's he's a... on a whole nother level yeah like just like listening to his guitar structures was just nuts well and the way he sets it all up
0: live with the the loops and everything yeah yeah he's uh, he's firing on all cylinders oh yeah no all I the time yeah (laughs) that's why everything's 4-4 straight you're like you're like here's what we got and here's what you get (laughs) exactly so going back to the blink 182 thing i think i can kind of relate and i don't know if um this is the case for you but i feel like a lot of people they check out blink or they start listening to blink 182 they bring up warp tour you kind of if you watch a couple videos then you're like you know, to some people, you see Warp Tour, and you're like, I want to go to that, and then once you go to Warp Tour, that's when you find out about hardcore, post-hardcore. Yeah, and,
2: um, yeah, I think, like, uh, a big one for me was, uh, like, Under Oath. Like, yeah. Under Oath, when, when they were, like, when I first found out about them, they just, like, changed the dynamic for me, because I was, like, oh, these guys, like, they're doing a lot of different things yeah. all at once, you know, and I was, like, and, like, growing up in, like, a Christian home, it was, like, a band that I could listen to that wasn't, you know, overly offensive to my family. Yeah. And, like, my parents or whatever, so.
0: They were the first uh, screamo band yeah. I ever got into. And then yeah. I think from there it went to Bless the Fall, Guys Like You Make Us Look Bad. Oh, yeah. And then uh, A Day to Remember and then... Once I hit a day to remember, it was You're like just like, a, yeah, it was just a mess of yeah, other bands. Day everywhere. to remember, Ghost yeah. Inside just yeah, yeah, snowballed after that. Yeah,
2: Devil Wars Prada, like all that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ghost Inside is good, too.
0: Another thought that I just had, and I kind of want to ask your opinion on this, is I've had some people on who talk about growing up in musical homes and having parents who sing or play instruments and I almost wonder if, like, if you grow up in a home where your parents or siblings like don't play music, you hear music, but it doesn't yeah. seem like something it doesn't like register. You can do, yeah. but like, if you see your parents doing it, then it seems like a possibility. So, uh, have you always been a vocalist, or when you started playing music in middle school?
2: Well, I mean, in middle school, I. I, I was in choir, but yeah. I got made fun of because I was like the only boy. So I got like I bullied pretty bad. So I like quit choir and then I picked up the euphonium for a little bit. And then I was like, band sucks. Yeah. And I wasn't about it. Band does suck. So I quietly like kept like my singing to myself because like I, I was bullied a lot like in like middle school and high school. So I like. Did you go to high school here? No, I went uh, in junction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's I actually, probably not the place to be a choir boy. No, I mean, I wasn't a <laughs> choir boy, but... Yeah. But like, no, no, I, know. I just was like, I don't know, getting called gay on the daily. Like, it, it gets old and, like, yeah. it made fun. of. And I was, like, in high school, I was, like, one of, like, six, like, senior emo kids, you know, that was, like, goth and, like, everyone hates you, so... Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it kind of crazy.
2: I, yeah, that place is a mess. Yeah. Now...
0: If you said that I feel like back in the day people used to say that's gay all the time yeah until, yeah like, everything yeah and now if you said that which you should be uh, you know
2: well you shouldn't be saying it in the first place like making yeah yeah those references you should whatever. be
0: casted out for saying it but it's just crazy that it was
2: slightly accepted no it was the norm like, everything was yeah. gay and fag was it like people would just drop them left and right yeah. like just, like, it didn't matter, you know? Like, it it was, like, calling someone dumb, you know, a few years ago. And it's, like, no, it's not that way. It's it's offensive. It's it's good, though, that people are... Finally waking up, yeah. Moving
0: past that stuff. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm not perfect. I said some fucked up shit in yeah. the past. But yeah. now, like...
2: Well, but there's a difference. Some
0: of those things, I hear it, like, as an adult. And it's, like, ooh, I don't know. Yeah, don't it's think. pretty cringe. That's okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's... uh it's crazy.
2: Yeah. I I just think it's like once you're aware of like what you're saying and like if if you know that like what you're saying is affecting other people, you know, and it's negatively affecting them and it really has no bearings on you whatsoever, then why would you want to keep negatively affecting other people? Exactly. It just doesn't add up. And a lot of it I think is out of like if you hang on to that with that knowledge, I think there's like some psychological problem on your side, not not anyone else's. Like you're either like you actually don't like gay people or or you just like don't give a fuck and you're like, I'm just gonna be mean. Just keep saying it. You know? Yeah.
0: Well and especially I mean there's a lot of people who use certain terms and they say well i don't mean it in an aggressive
2: yeah, way yeah in a, in a, a bad way. way i'm not saying it like that but and, it, it, and it's like but you are it has a negative connotation yeah. Well, you're and you are making be saying yeah it, you're so. making homosexuality like yeah. a bad thing when you use it as an insult and like that it's like that's you can't you can paint that however you want but it's still gonna be the same yeah. bullshit like, it's, it's still wrong a, it's just you're an adult <laughs> as you the, know better uh, the white kids
0: who say, "Well, I have black friends." So oh I yeah, can say yeah, they say the n word. Mm, yeah, I don't yeah. know. And personally, just my opinion, I don't think anybody should say it. But yeah, I don't run the world, and I don't. Yeah, no, I mean like
2: vocabulary. So. I I think that you know, you know, especially like being white, like you have no reason to be saying that at all. Like no. it's like it's not. Like, if, if you want to call yourself Cracker all day, go at it. Like, call yourself Cracker. But, but the thing is, but it's is that's like, not even going to... No, and that's a horrible thing, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just... It's it's bad. And, you know, like, we're better than that, I yeah. think. like Especially in the music community and the art community. Like, I, I don't respect it. Like, I'm like, yeah. you're better than this, you know? You're on a platform for other people to see your art. Well, and that's definitely uh,
0: been a positive thing. I mean, hardcore is also always had some element of positivity but yeah yeah uh, that's very something much so. a lot of those like real hardcore bands and stuff that is not tolerated in the slightest
2: no yeah no they'll throw you from shows like, yeah and that's how it should be because I mean those those values are like that traditional like punk rock idea of being like hey you should respect other people hate the government not your friends exactly
0: like, but uh also taking it back to warp tour you know, growing up in yeah. Junction and dealing with that stuff. The thing I always loved about Warped Tour is... At first, you arrive and there's everyone from, like, jocks to scene kids. Oh, yeah, to, it's
2: everybody. It's a mess of just kids, And you know? it's just, like, yeah.
0: nobody gives a shit. Yeah, no, everyone's Guns there to have fun. you not a fucking dick. Yeah,
2: like, and even, even, like, you know, you'll see fights or whatever. But that's, like, just shows. Like, that's what happens. You play heavy music... You can't expect someone to get hit. I'm not going to lie. No, I get hit in the
0: face, my brain shuts off, and I just... I see red. Yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah. It is my fault. But uh, (laughs) anyway, so when did you start playing in bands? So you said you played in a Tool-esque band? Yeah,
2: I did that for, like, a little bit. And then I kind of, like, I went to college, and I... Like, I went just because there was nothing else to do. So I was like, oh, I'll get out of here. So I went to AIC, which is the Art Institute of Colorado okay, um, in Denver. And, like, that's when I really was, like, I really just want to be in a band. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want this, like, normal life. I don't want this, like, you have to go here. You have to follow this narrative, you know? Yeah. Like, then you, you know, you go on and have a job in your life, and it's just whatever you know like that I trash yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah so like the first real band that i got into that i actually took like serious serious um was when i when i moved here because like dropped out of school came back to Junction for a little bit then moved back out here and i actually moved out here for a band that went to nothing but then i got into this band called heavy hearts and okay that yeah was and with, i think that's uh, how like, we know Thirsten each other right yep yeah, yeah is okay. in that
0: did you work at Guitar Center?
2: No, no, okay. that's some other dude. Like, have you uh, had that question? before? Yes, I have, and I don't know why, because I've never met that person. So if you're watching, like, for some, I don't reason, know who you are. I, yeah, I anyway, was always in there though, because yeah. I lived up here. So I that's lived up here for like a while, dude. Yeah, yeah, like, and i like, I know that we've like shared interactions before, but not Definitely. even realizing it. Well, and heavy hearts. I
0: mean, I definitely went to a couple yeah. of your guys yeah. shows, so. Yeah.
2: Um, so that's where it kind of started well that's when I was like I could do this as a career and it was like the first band where it was like okay the money's on the line now it's like mm-hmm. if you're gonna do this you're gonna do this a hundred yeah so I was like you know I approached that um, with a very like mindset of just being like you know I want everything yeah, and um, I mean it led to a lot of cool stuff we played with like a lot of really really talented artists and like we got to play with National Touring Acts and like it was really cool and this and like you know that was only a few years ago mm-hmm. and I see this shift in like the scene now in Denver to where it was then it was like you know I mean it seemed I guess like a little more competitive like a few years ago and now it doesn't seem that way as much for me um, yeah and I think it could be because I'm in, like, a different genre now. But I felt like at the time it was, like, everyone was out to get it. And, like, you know, everyone was just, yeah. like, stepping over everybody and no one cared how.
0: There was definitely a lot more post-hardcore
2: yeah. bands. but yeah, I feel like Victory like, Heights and, like, everybody else. Yeah, Victory Heights. I yeah, always. yeah.
0: Um, but it seems like the... Hardcore has really shifted to Colorado Springs. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's got its spot, that, dude. Like it's the Springs. A yeah. lot of beat Black Down Sheep hardcore. shows. Yeah,
2: I don't. I don't know where it came from. Like yeah. when Beatdown decided to be like, here's where it's Colorado at, Springs. Springs. Yeah. Such an odd place, but I mean, it always had like. I feel like the Springs has always had that kind of vibe, you know. Like with yeah. hardcore stuff, he's like, I we played the Black Sheep, and it was totally, you know, like a bunch of hardcore kids. Yeah. So like, I I get it. Like, black sheep is
0: dope yeah i love how venue. high this stage is <laughs> i don't yeah. know why i the didn't only thing like that how sucks low the is like there's is. nowhere to
2: go as a band so you can't really get away yeah unless you go outside and sit in your van yeah that's true like there's not i well they have like a
0: i don't know if when you played there but they have like a basement area oh they do i yeah. didn't even know dude you gotta like so there's uh, like the sound guy, and then there's the bar off to yeah, the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's so there's like opening there? in the bar, oh, okay. and you, you like you have go to walk by the bar. bar? Yeah. And oh like my god. Throw your wristband. And yeah, then and then like a then you go into the basement, and there's green rooms. Yeah. Okay. They have a couple couches. Yeah. Uh, bathroom. Yeah. Super yeah.
2: grungy. Oh. Yeah. But they got it. Yeah, that's true. I don't think anything will ever be. As I just remember as... how like we we played uh we played that place in like the summer one time and like it was so sweaty and so hot and like by the end I think all of us were just drenching in sweat yeah And it was like before we even played yet and then afterwards of course we're like just even worse Oof. like I just felt like a bag of trash just yeah I don't time. think there's a lot of good ventilation in that venue. no no it
0: doesn't exist I was I was dying speaking of ventilation we played at a uh, Globe Hall Have oh you been to that yeah, one yeah 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 that was the first it's show weird. in a long time that I had like sweat dripping off of my nose. Yeah. as we were playing. Yes. Yeah. So and it's like
2: hot. getting into your eyes. and like what yeah. what a lot of people don't realize in the crowd is like you have those lights like hitting you constantly you and know? they're hot. yes, they are yeah. extremely hot. Um, and, and then if you have like light boxes or you have your own light gear, you know it's yeah. just you're just adding to the heat. Well, yeah, and then their have... stage setup is so little. so yeah. like it wouldn't be bad for you guys or whatever. but when yeah. you have, like, five dudes up there, and I Who have all guitar, guitar, bass, like, right yeah. there, like, trying to hit me while I'm moving around and stuff. It's fuck. It's it nuts. For sure. So what did you do after Heavy Hearts? So after Heavy Hearts, uh, I actually, I started a band called As Above, So Below.
0: Okay, I was going to ask you about that, yeah. but I was like, I hope this isn't a Guitar Center guy No. Thing. But uh, I do remember the as above, so below.
2: Yeah. um, And that was like, it started as like an independent thing. I went to uh, my friend Dusty Bull's uh, Square One Studios. Like, I think he called it something else. Like when I first went there Mm -hmm. and like that thing was a wild ride. Like just the band in general, because I I don't think a lot of people realize this, but we were signed to uh, Dark Kingdom Records and Artery recordings as an underwriter i did not know
0: that yeah damn yeah so so was it like a full band was it still in the on the heavy side yeah it was my memory like we kind of had like a
2: like a sworn in vibe a little bit okay um sworn in mixed with like i can't even think of like a band like i guess like i would say like dream on dreamer if it's sworn in and dream on dreamer if you ever heard of them I haven't heard of them. I've heard of Sworn In. So was it more like melodic? Yes, it was melodic okay. hardcore. Um, but we like it was I don't know, it's kinda of weird. We were like a weird band. Yeah. And like so like we basically what happened was is I went and I tracked this full E P mm-hmm. um with Dusty and we, just you or it the was just band? originally it was just me and Dusty and then the oh, okay. full band came on. Um, oh, okay. And I recruited uh, actually my previous guitarist, Ben, that was in Heavy Hearts nice. to join it. And then from there, we just kind of found people to like invest into it. We found like um, just a bunch of other local dudes, you know, yeah. that were, you know, just in our circle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was super weird. So like we, we released one single video mm-hmm. and then uh, I think like a month or two afterwards, we got approached. Well, I got approached by this dude named Michael Orlando. He's uh, the he was the vocalist of uh, Vampires Everywhere, and like now he's in Dead Girls Academy. It's like this like goth yeah. band thing. Okay, but um, I haven't heard of either one of yeah. those. Yeah, I'm very sheltered. No, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, you like what you like. You like Oasis. I, I can understand. <sighs> I do. You know, you're very do like you're stuck on Oasis. You can't move past it. <laughs> Hey, you're trying I to also just like rebuild a cover band around them? We talked about it earlier. Like, I am not. He's, he is. <clears throat> anyway, enough about Oasis. But, uh, yeah, so like, he hit me up and he was asking me, like, the original conversation um, Michael was like, So I checked your band, I checked your social media, and he was like, What are you guys doing? And he I, just randomly found yeah, you guys? Yeah, he added me. Like, Oh, nice. I. I guess I was friends with Did you just, know who he was I had no idea who he was oh, okay. at first it was just some random dude messaging me and then I like looked at his page and I was like oh he's in that band I was like why is this guy messaging me so hmm. I was like I'll talk to him yeah but uh so I told him what well, what I planned was I was like well we have an EP that we're gonna release we have that song online and he was like well why don't you just hold off and release it with me and I was like well, what do you mean like release it with you and he's like I own this label and he was like and we're we're with Artery as well, and he's like, and I'm trying to scout you. That's what oh, this conversation damn. is. So I was like, all right, well, what do you what are you offering? Um, yeah. And then that led into everything with like our signing, um, and it was it was a really good experience because it opened up my eyes to like how the business world works in music. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of work. Like, yeah. A lot. And. It was like just logistics or I mean we I mean we went back and forth between here and LA um to retrack a lot of stuff and that there was oh, like a yeah. lot of pressure in that. Um, did they pay for that or was that so for our contractual agreements they didn't have to pay certain expenses. Yeah. Um I I don't want to go too much into that because yeah. I don't want it to turn into something that it shouldn't. Yeah. You know? No, I get it. Um but basically like so, I mean, we, we were taken care of to a degree. I mean, they, you know, like they, they paid for stuff, but it wasn't, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. You know, there There's some things that happen, but anyways. I so. I mean, that's
0: usually how it works. It's either some sort of advance, it gets paid back later. Yeah, or, a little, or, or it's know. like
2: a percentage out of merch costs, percentage out of this, you know, yeah. percentage out of rights. Um, I mean there's Most, so many different kinds of well deals. and every contract's different you yeah. know and like and that's something i didn't realize i thought there was just like there's just this like guideline and this is what they do yeah. and, and like it took me actually talking to like some other people in the music industry to find out like oh mm-hmm. no that's not how yeah yeah everyone's different like our yeah. contract's not gonna be like yours that's where it's like there's this disconnect between like fans and musicians because you have yeah. like people going off on one independent person that leaves a band and it's like well maybe they weren't on the the same contract as everybody else like you don't know like you don't know what happened you weren't there you're not in that band you know so you're complaining to complain there's a lot of behind
0: the scenes stuff and i feel like um you know i don't know how it went down with you but some smaller artists when they get signed they just
2: Sign it so they can be signed. Well, that's what but... I, Well, that's what my approach was. It was always from the mindset of, like, this is label one. Yeah. Like, and I wanted to work with Artery, and mm-hmm. we were promised a lot of things. And, like, it was, like, a legit offer. So I was, like, this is going to be great. Yeah. But what kind of happened afterwards was us kind of just sitting on music and not getting to shop it for yeah. a long time. But, and then, you know, we eventually, we left our our contract, um, I had to get out of it with a lawyer, and we moved on. Yeah, but that that whole instance, because that was like two and a half or three years ago now, I think. Yeah, about two two and a half was when I finally finished everything, so it was still pretty recent. Yeah, um, but after that, we as a band, we just kind of like, well, there was two things. One, we had to disband because they held the rights to everything like the name and everything oh, we had a wow. perpetuary contract so we didn't we didn't own the name of the band we just okay. were getting percentages in certain things with it like rights of it but that happens perpetuary contracts you know Yeah, like they're real they you know uh major artists sign them all the time yeah well
0: that almost happened to tom petty before they put out damn the torpedoes because the I think the label they were on got bought up by mca oh yeah and they just kind of yeah. came on and said we own everything of that's, yours as yeah, they were recording the that's album that's kind
2: of like what happened with artery ultimately yeah. when was is artery came? still around no they're not they have their booking <laughs> <laughs> artery i'm sure they're watching this <laughs> yeah um, i mean if, yeah yeah if shan saw it he'd be happy but yeah, no, that dude went on to do some good things. He was their VP. Um, oh, he's an awesome dude. Like everyone at Artie was really cool. It just they sold it to Warner for whatever reason, and they just okay. decided to cut ties. Like they just dropped everybody. They only bought a certain like I think Slaves was the only band that went on with anything, which, is which something else. They're on.
1: They're on their. I path. did see recently on
2: that they have
0: a uh, different vocalist. Yeah, now. yeah. Yeah, I heard that I whatever did Johnny song Craig they Craig finally get the boot. Yeah. Is he finally out. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's okay. out. Dude. Yeah. But I
2: think that guy, did. I don't know. I have a I have a special spot for for Johnny Craig. Yeah. Like Were and, you hanging out with all those guys when see, he was, like, I didn't living in the Victory Heights so house? So, I never actually like hung out with the dude. Like I oh, okay. I met him like in passing at shows and shit and uh-huh. like but uh Andrew, he lived with him and like he hung out with them all the time and like uh just a lot of a lot of the same people. Like he was just crashing there. Mm-hmm. You know he had his his issues, but I mean he's a tormented soul.
1: Yeah, I mean he was
2: kind of. A he dick was. Sometimes. Yeah, he. Came one time he did, I met him, he was. Yeah, I mean, but you're basing an entire dead. perception. I mean, no, no, no I've I heard, know. I've heard some wild stuff though. Because yeah. Like I had a buddy. Um, the whole laptop. Uh, oh yeah, that's just shady. Yeah, to get doing, to yeah. get drugs. Yeah, that's yeah. sad. That's just sad. Like. Yeah it's that's addiction man like yeah that's what it does to people it does it to everybody though like he yeah. could have been an, a non-successful artist you know or an unknown artist mm-hmm. and the same thing could happen like well, it happens to a lot of people the thing that gave me like a bad taste in
0: my mouth was like he had his problems and then he like, like got, got clean and stuff. Yeah. They had like a full spread and yeah, AP. AP I remember that dude.
2: Yeah, like him. And being I was like, clean. "Oh,
0: you're finally getting it together." And then we, uh, me and my buddy, went to the All Stars tour. Did, isn't most, that where he got
2: kicked out? I was there. Yeah, dude. because yeah, he was just a chiller drunk and he was yeah. like spitting on the crowd. Yeah, he was we, trying to fight some kid.
0: Yeah, we yeah. mostly went to see uh, Skylet Drive and I, and for the Fallen Dreams and dude, a couple other uh, bands.
2: Dusty played that. Oh, really? He was their Make Me Famous. He was their drummer.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, he played nice. that
2: exact show. Yeah. Damn. He was probably out of his mind, too. Yeah. Like, drunk or something. Yeah. Well, Johnny Craig was... Yeah. No, that guy was on one. Something Like, he couldn't even hold a note. He was, like, stumbling, like... Which is unfortunate, because yeah. that dude has a voice unlike. Oh, like, gold. Like, yeah. Like, just, like... Like, the rasp just, yeah. mixed
0: with the jazzy... Well, and,
2: like, even when he, you'll, like, watch, like, little little videos of him or whatever, he's just, like, boom. I'm just going to come in here and put some soul on this yeah. and then and then just go about my day mm-hmm. like no effort, you well,
0: know. the song Blue Dream is definitely a yeah. uh, a good representation of his like vocal range and what mm-hmm. he can do.
2: Yeah, that's why like I was way into Amorosa. yeah was, like that's See, like yeah, I, that's when I got into him. Yeah. was like, I loved Amorosa because it was like so dynamically different and he like did a lot of weird stuff with his voice. Yeah. Like I used to practice to like his tracks. So like, I was a special place. Yeah. See, and I... But I, re- I respect everybody though. Like, yeah. You know, like with, with artists, you know, it's, you know, like something like that. Like that's their own thing and like, I, I don't know, he's, he's posted some positive stuff recently. You know? Yeah. I feel like I always give people the benefit of doubt and like, like I mean,
0: that's own. good because that doesn't happen yeah. a lot these days. Yeah. So I try. I, try, I think man. there's
2: some exceptions
0: where he. Well, no, if, write I mean, if he off. was doing
2: something bad, you know, yeah. like like if he was totally like, I don't know. Like, doing what all these bands are doing, where they, like, straight up are hooking up with kids. Front porch step. Yeah, if he's front porch stepping, then no, nah, there's no that going back. That shit baffles me. Yeah, those are and then he tries to, get... con- yeah, like, his whole thing of condoning it and being like, oh, well, it's my insecurities. Like, no, dude, you're a pedophile. That's what it is.
0: Yeah, they get... <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah, they get a legitimate opportunity that fuck you tons up. of people would kill for. I
2: mean, but they they were going to be a pedophile either way. Like, they're just a piece of shit. Yeah, that's true. Like, they that's they how I feel. Like, we're
0: surrounded by more people to do it, I guess. Yeah.
2: At, yeah, but I'm glad you found out. So you got ostracized, like, to some degree. They can make way for us. Expose exactly. all those motherfuckers. Make yeah, room. We should have... uh uh don't start a band pedos like the follow up where we just interview pedos after oh their sex. Oh my sets. god! And be I, like, I saw that fifteen year old girl on your phone. <laughs> I can be
0: quite the vicious little bastard, so it'd be perfect. I dude. had some of those guys, yeah. On, and then it could just end with a boxing match.
2: Yeah, just just wailing on him. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I think we have like a show. I just. I really don't we'd think have it, Netflix. I don't think Netflix. it would get to the live Netflix. video before yeah. I started well, We'd have to cut fists. it. We'd have to cut it and then we like write up there like like oh they got arrested. It would have to
0: be more of like a vlog like yeah. dude enters and then just like World Star. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, where we just show up and we just beat them. I have never watched World Star. What? I've heard a lot about it but I is mean, it just like fights and No, it's a lot of stupid
2: or? stuff. It's like it's kind of like Vines, like if you remember those. Oh my god. I it's was just big into Vines. Yeah, it's but I it's guess like TikTok more hood. Like yeah. The new Vine. World Star also did like a lot of hip hop promotion for like forever. I think they still do. Oh okay. Cuz like they have their name, but it's it's just stupid videos, man. Like that's all it is. I'll have to yeah. spend some It's time like anything else TV. on the like, internet if you want to yeah. waste some time, like you'll just get into a sea of their videos. <sighs> i i waste enough time uh
0: so now we're at arrows yeah is
2: that the progression from as above so below correct yeah okay so when as above so below like ended i was very much alone mm-hmm. and i like i mean as above so below ended really bad as a band you were disenchanted to say the least uh I mean we all hated each other to some degree um, and there was a lot of resentment. Little more than yeah. I mean we're all good now. Yeah. Like, but there was a lot of it just kind of felt like at, well like at the end it was just more of uh everyone was out for their own like career. Yeah. And they were just kinda like, you know, like the ability to move on as a band was impossible. Mm-hmm. And I think the the blow of like you know, not being with a label, not having like management not having like these goals and like these drivers suddenly wiped away from us. I think it 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 just ate everybody up. Well yeah, and you might
0: the unfortunate circumstances may lead you to do things or say things that you wouldn't usually say.
2: Yeah, not very much so. Like but I mean so I was basically just like by myself like last year. And I, for the longest time, like, I always wanted to do, like, a solo thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, and, like, even though I was into all these heavy bands, I was, like, I always had a special place for, like, R&B and, like, hip-hop and pop. And, like, yeah. I love singing. Like, one of my all-time favorite artists is uh, The Weeknd. And, like, oh, okay. I also love, like, uh, Circus Survive as well. Like, yeah. Anthony Green. And so, like and there was always this like weight over me in heavier bands of being like i couldn't i couldn't scream and i couldn't sing like there was always this like weight of being like you know you can't sing because you're our screamer you know like you can't oh, you can't yeah. do this because you're this and it, and like i i understand it because like to a degree because there were you know like if i'd have an off night there was so much weight on me but like yeah. if my drummer or like my guitarist like missed a lick no one knew mm-hmm. no one even cared yeah and they just moved on with their day but then they'd be like oh well you know you were like off on this like one little part this song and it just became this like like blinders on everyone so and like so when i was like alone and i started to pursue arrows i actually like i originally just went into it i was like well I'll find someone to do a beat and then I was originally gonna to go to my friend uh, Dusty at his studio because I had already worked with him before and I was like you know like Dusty will hook it up and like well I'll just get the beats and then you know I'll figure out what I want to do and then we'll go track and then I actually I wound up meeting this dude named uh, Nick uh, his last name is Taylor as well okay but he uh, was a drummer for outline and color okay and uh because those dudes used to live here for like a minute and so i talked to him and he sent me over some beats and i was just like these are exactly what i was looking for like he got the idea he got like the sound and was it just beats or it had a melody too uh originally it was just like some some demo beats Okay. And, like, and he was, like, do you like this? Like, are you going to vibe with this? Yeah. And, like, I actually was way into it because mm-hmm. I told him I wanted, you know, something that was somber and and something, like, a little bit alternative in yeah. the sound Um. that was very, like, not the norm in, like, hip-hop and, and like, pop right now. Because, yeah. like, my music <clears throat> definitely has some dark undertones because I'm talking about things that I've personally experienced in my life and, yeah. like... And I I guess if you want to listen to arrows, you know,' we're, I'm not that artist. it's gonna make you feel good. You should probably listen to it like on a bad night.
0: I see you know I I wouldn't say that because it it talks about some negative experiences that you've had, but it kind of sheds light on it that some people might connect with. Yeah, yeah, maybe not feel as alone as you felt so yeah
2: well like and that that
0: potentially could be positive yeah i i see it and that especially way. not to uh well you I, know, spoil the song that we're gonna play at the end but getting better
2: yeah that was uh that is was that, that's your newest song. yeah that is my newest song okay yeah. yeah getting better is about the the feelings of loss and like uh separation um and you, you're you in this weird place where, like, you're not really sure if you're okay yet. But everyone else is like, oh, you're good. And and you're still questioning it. You know, yeah. like, am I really better or am I just here? So I feel like that's kind of, like, what getting better is about for me. Yeah. And, and that's how I approach that. So I'm, like, writing it. Okay. Because at the time, that's just how I was feeling. Yeah.
0: So... so. As far as writing these songs, did you have, like, the the beats and the melodies and then you wrote lyrics around them?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm always writing lyrics, so I don't really need a song to apply it to it. I approach it from a format of, like, more of poetry or, like, quick thoughts. So do you
0: hear it and then you look at your lyrics and then see if it works? Yeah, yeah, it helps me more. That's exactly what I do, too. Yeah,
2: like, it helps me more if I have the song. But if I try to write to a song it it like if i if they're like here's the song write to it i'd be like i don't know if this is gonna work yeah like i because i already have like the idea of like how i kind of want it to go so it it needs to be more of a collaborative like effort and that's that's where like me and nick like we're very one in the same on because he also he does a hip-hop thing too uh it's called call girl and like it's it's kind of like very similar to like uh like i this because like he's probably gonna see this but like uh he uh it sounds kind of like black bear stuff but like okay. his older mixtapes i like black bears i mean black bear great uh yeah mansions oh yes dude. i love Mansions. i was just talking to someone about that yeah. actually and i was like i uh because we were talking about how like him as an artist kind of transitioned out but i was like i thought it was like that that album was just hype and it's got all these cool yep. artists on it and like even like I think Two Chainz does like two bars on it, where he's like, "Yeah, get him, yeah. <laughs> Two trays. Yeah, it's just so stupid. Like I'm butchering his voice, obviously, but I did a drum
0: cover of Wicked, oh. and I did the original song and the electronic remix. Dude. I like posted them on the. Uh... That's so sick! I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it was it was fun, and then I uh, I posted a little video to my Instagram, and somebody from Mansions just like. Hard emojied it. Oh, and I was like, you're like, yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: Pretty tight. That's so sad. But, uh, it's cool that they saw it though. You know, yeah. like that shows you like somebody saw it. At that least matters in a to me. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if... And well, it's a cover. I, I get like that, you're, you're playing yeah. it because you love the song and you're like, hey, I like this song. I'm going to learn this song. Hope you yeah. like it too. You know? Yeah.
0: Well, and I know that they get
2: probably millions of Oh, DMs people hashtagging all day. Yeah. Every day. But like... You can't have like shit two people. million people on your social media yeah. and it not be just a fucking shit show. Like, yeah, it's but I'm the sure fact that well, it
0: can make somebody's day like, like that it that went tweet it. or yeah, yeah, it it made me feel good because yeah. I spent a lot of time yeah, like, no I'm learning sure learning it song, and all the yeah. breaks and shit. Cause like that song has like a groove to it, and it's were you got just doing the drums? It was a drum cover, right? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, so and I like you, you, had to set
2: to up it. your, you had to set up all your audio equipment. This is like a big investment and tracking. Like, yeah. people watching this, like, or listening, you probably don't realize like that was a few hours just by itself. Like, just getting everything set up, yeah. cueing everything, making sure your drums are sounding good, making sure the audio is coming through properly, and then re-listening to it yeah. as you're like performing it. Well, yeah, there's a lot. Of
0: since it was by myself, it was a lot of running. Yeah, back no, and if it's just you do yeah. Up. yeah. But uh the electronic remix was actually—I don't know if it was harder or easier—but I actually had to like make up a drum beat to oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. That hit all the little triggers like in the song, mm-hmm. but also like had my own. Well, flow and it's like to it. it's
2: almost like redoing a new. It's like a new song, you know, yeah. because it was already like. I'm sure the BPMs and everything was a little different, Mm -hmm. like to a degree. You know, and this the structure is, you know, there, but it's like just a little off. Yeah. You know, it's like an acoustic track compared to an electric. Yeah. It's it's gonna be a little, little. It's gonna be something in there. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely
0: uh, show it to you after this. Yeah. I'm so down. But uh, anyway, going back to working with Nick Taylor, aka Sounds Like Black Bear.
2: Yeah. AKA (laughs) Call Girl. Call Uh, Girl anyway but uh yeah so I was working with Nick and like he like from day one like I mean just he was like hey come through track I went in and like it just was like I don't know I couldn't have asked for like a better dude to work with because he just like knew what I was trying to do and from the get-go he was like here's where you need to harmonize this he's like let's do this a little bit lower here you know just like little accents in the music that really like brought it all together yeah and like and i'm I'm still gonna be tracking with him we can talk about that in a minute but um like it just was just so smooth like it just like it was the easiest thing I've ever had to do like yeah. recording wise because it was just very much like me and him you know I, I didn't have you know bandmates there I didn't yeah. have all these other people it was just like you know just to stepping vote up, on anything you know everything was queued up just going like I was already yeah. warmed up like we were good that's tight yeah dude it was it was it was a really good experience like and like i i remember that drive home and after you bounced the track and i listened to my voice and i was like i like i'm not being like egotistical or anything like that in this statement but it actually was like the first time that i ever heard my voice and i was like felt something about it and i was like
0: because like was that your first
2: time like singing and not No, screaming? I had seen before. I'd oh, okay. sing before on uh, As Above. We had a track where I did I did all vocals on As Above. Okay. And Heavy Hearts there was like towards the end, Andrew was doing stuff. Um, yeah. in but uh He makes beats and shit now too, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He okay. walks away and he does like the he has his own little producer setup, I think, locally. Yeah. I can't think of the name of it, so sorry about that. But um Yeah, he's kind of doing that thing too. Like pretty much everyone in that band kind of like, I think they all just like kind of quit like doing heavier music. I'm not sure. Maybe they do, you know, because we're not close anymore. Yeah.
0: Well, post-hardcore is kind of, I mean, there's... It's uh, very
2: much the same pop and like hip hop. Like, I mean, if you're...
0: Well, there's a lot of bands that are, uh, maybe not a lot of bands, but I watched this video that was like, um, why pop punk died or something like that. But yeah, it talks yeah. about the progression from pop punk into, or like emo music into hip hop. And, uh, I think somebody from like Tiger's soundtrack. jaw. Yeah. yeah. Somebody from Tiger, Tiger's jaw. I can't remember. Um, started like a hip hop project. and Oh, it, that is, yeah. that is goofy. Yeah. Like that is,
2: that's abstract. Yeah. But, uh, that's weird. I have never heard that. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. I can't remember the name. I don't know. It's like this I feel like
0: Young Aaron. Is that one? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think that is I've Or there's heard... like little there's little Aaron too. There's a lot of like the I mean there's little everyone. Maybe it's, it's little Aaron. Yeah. I can't remember, but they played like Does he have like green hair? I don't know. They played oh, yeah. something Aaron at the end of that video. And I was like, okay, this is like a pop punk emo meets hip hop thing. But it it didn't sound like yours. Yeah. And when I was trying to like write down the description for this episode, the first time we tried to go live on Facebook. Yeah. Um, that's why I had to text you and be like, or had to yeah, ask, ask you, yeah. so what is your genre? And even when you said it was like pop hip hop, I was like, I can see that but it it doesn't it's like it has its own thing cuz it, really cool. it has like a melodic electronic thing mm-hmm. as well it's not just like a straight hip hop beat yeah um but even like the melodies and the way you like sing and phrase things is like not exactly hip hop but it's not exactly pop either and exactly. i think it yeah. it probably has to do with like coming from a rock background because you're I mean, at the end of the day, you'll still hear things in that way, but you're doing it to different music.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Which definitely, I think, it gives you an upper hand as far as developing your own sound, because it. I mean, the first time I checked it out, it's not like anything I've heard.
2: That's so cool. And I even. That's really
0: positive, yeah. I listened to uh, all the singles on. Uh, on your Spotify, um, today I listened to getting better like 10 times but oh, nice. I listened to all the other ones and it uh yeah definitely I was trying to think of what genre it was and like once I just stopped trying to Yeah you're like I don't I don't know what to put this in to it's, it's just it's sky. enjoyable to listen yeah. to and it yeah. I I could get how I mean it is emotional music and you can tell it yeah. means something to you but I think it it has a tone that might resonate with people to the point where it would say okay I'm not alone so now I can take on life
2: well yeah like I've I've always approached music from that mindset as well like having that goal like I I used to always say like I guess I kind of like lost that for a long time but I used to always say like my like because people have asked like why do you want to do music and like what do you want to do with art or anything like that and I was like I really just want to help other people Like, I mean, it's as simple as that, like, because if like somebody can hear something out of like what I'm writing and it can help them, you know, like then I think I've made my job or like, you know, like you'll play a show and like you might be having like an off night and you have all this other chaos in your life, but that one person comes up and they're just like, oh my God, like you're, you're so good. I love your music, you know, just like they don't realize how much that weighs like that, that. That right there will make me want to keep pushing myself harder and just be like, wow, like someone else even cares. Yeah. You know, like, so I'm very much like on the same page as they are, you know?
0: Yeah. So I've definitely, uh, more recently, someone sent a DM and said that uh, our song Phantom resonated with them yeah. in a way and just it would i think he lived in like new york or something wow. but just the yeah. fact that somebody i had never met heard our music and enjoyed it without me saying hey listen to yeah listen shit. to this yeah or i know you Yeah, and then felt strong enough about it to contact me and say that it meant something to him wow it it's crazy because I could see how some people would think that it would make you, like, kind of big-headed or cocky or yeah, whatever. Yeah, But it almost yeah. feels like a humbling experience, like, almost like a weight's lifted, like, yeah. okay, I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, doing.
2: you're like, and, and they don't even realize, like, what, you know, like what you were feeling at the time yeah. that you know like it's such that, a mutual
0: like yeah means something to them but it means something to you as yeah well. it can, and
2: it can mean something different you know and it's like but you both you as the artist you felt very much involved in that mm-hmm. and and then them as a the listener you know like you moved them you know like yeah. and that's you never met them you don't know them you'll you know like but you connected together to music and that's that's what it's about like hands down
0: yeah it's uh, it's a special thing being able to connect with people in that way and I mean there's even uh, the cool thing about music is sometimes you might have a feeling or might be experiencing something but you don't know how to say it but then somebody will say it metaphorically or something like that and it I feel like when you can uh you know relate it with words, then it makes things a little easier emotionally, yeah. but uh so
2: writing wise you write lyrics just separately, and they're i mean all... i'm I'm just always writing, yeah. You know, I feel like I just like i'm always like i like I'm currently um I'm gonna be doing uh another like I'm gonna be doing an e p um, some ask other song yeah gonna, yeah. You know, um, and I'm, I'm going to go out and track all those with uh, uh, Nick again. And so I'm actively writing it and I'm just trying to structure the song. So I'm like structuring. I know what I want to say mm-hmm. and I know how it's going to hit for um, each track. It's just kind of a gradual process. Yeah. Time and money.
0: I get that. Yeah. Um, was there like kind of a thought process behind why you released all your previous songs as singles as opposed to
2: yeah i wanted to test the water yeah like as weird as that sounds like i wanted like i released all those songs over the course of seven months okay so like i took my time yeah and and people don't realize like in music that's a long time but well a lot of people are doing the The singles thing now i mean for for the sake of like building up a following it helps Mm -hmm. and a lot of times if you have you can have an entire album but there could be like two songs on it that are really hitting the mark and i think that it's better to have one song that is like phenomenal instead of like an album that people are never going to revisit after they hear it yeah so a
0: lot of people just won't listen to a full album yeah anymore. they don't
2: care for some reason it's just that attention span thing
0: which yeah. i mean i think that's and i've talked about this multiple times on the podcast but i think that's why um like Rozu, they've yeah i think they're working All on an album dudes. now but they've released singles uh there's an artist in denver called night love and he does like singles yeah and every time he releases a single there's a music video with it yeah so it's like
2: yeah that yeah he does do that his videos are sick though i love them they're goofy they're awesome like he does that he's that he does the 80s thing or whatever yeah 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 it's like like new wave yeah yeah Yeah. and he has like that roller skate video or whatever yeah yeah okay
0: but it's um you know everything's uh that's smart Facebook it's a smart marketing it's a stuff. smart move like yeah. and if
2: you want to get noticed you have to follow industry standard like yeah
0: well and you got to keep people interested as opposed to you know when bands used to just kind of fall off for a few many years yeah, yeah yeah
2: like like brand new just dropped out of nowhere yeah you know i think the only band that can do yeah. it is tool yeah <laughs> after 13 years like, and be yeah. like yeah we're back billboards done yeah yeah i hope you like this 12 hour song yeah nobody yeah uh, who can do that nowadays. no no one can dude and that, and they uh actually i listened to like a podcast that's so funny. we're doing a podcast so that's pretty surreal podcast inception podcast inception in my brain <laughs> in my life um i listened to one with maynard and he was talking about their decision to do that and he said it's just the market like they waited 13 years to do that to yeah. bring their music into a streaming platform was it the one with joe rogan yes okay yeah, yeah it was, was well he's done episode. like two of them yeah, with him, but, but the yeah, most the most recent, recent one. one, yeah, where he announced like the album and all that yeah. good stuff. But that dude's yeah, he's hungry. Yeah, he works no, hard. yeah, but um, yeah, it's just it's the state of the market. Streaming is is where it's at, and like if you don't play the game, you're never gonna get found out, you know? Yeah,
0: and well, it's, that's a hard thing for people. It's to It's hard grasp. to
2: learn, dude. It's hard to learn. I mean, especially like, I'm. Just look at SoundCloud, for example, for like hip-hop artists. They just are so stuck on this idea that they're like, oh, I'm just going to keep doing this SoundCloud thing and I'm not going to market it in any format other than SoundCloud and someone's going to find me. And it's like, yeah, a few people have been found that way, but it's probably not going to be you in a sea of millions of people.
0: Well, especially now, because I remember like way back when I, not way back, I guess, but in 2012 when I started the Backseaters. Yeah. I did it SoundCloud I started releasing good at on point. SoundCloud because I didn't know how to get it on like Well you didn't yeah, yeah, you didn't know how to get distribution.
1: Yeah, like and it's and like- I just
0: knew somebody who made like elect Tr- like EDM beats or whatever Yeah, and they're yeah. like I can upload as many songs as I want yeah so free like, all Great. the time I can do
2: whatever I want yeah. with my
0: profile like. And, and then all of a sudden like people started getting signed off of SoundCloud shit yeah. and I was like okay so this, yeah it was this hype it definitely lead.
2: led into Spotify
0: being a powerhouse yeah. well i know people who will just stream off of soundcloud and yeah. when people started doing that i was like what the fuck yeah yeah that's yeah. that's just like yeah you know something you kind of dump songs on yeah you're, but, yeah because you're looking at it from the yeah. approach you're like
2: this is just free marketing i just yeah. put these songs on here if people like them cool. but the fact that like yeah. people
0: will go on there and then just hit play and like listen to a whole like playlist or
2: whatever yeah it's kind of wild same thing with spotify though with uh, Playlist, they run it the same way. Yeah. Like where it's like you'll have a, uh, you know, well, the only have, difference you, you is get dropped on
0: major distribution.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: If you don't believe in your craft, you're going to put it on SoundCloud.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you can still believe in it and you can still be a talented artist. Yeah. I'm just saying like, if you really want to market, you really want to network at an, in, an industry standard. Yeah. Because this is what it, everyone's going to tell you when you get to that point. Is you have to play the game. Like, yeah. you have to stream in more platforms than one. And if it's one of those that's kind of dipping off, it's probably not the best place to be.
0: Yeah. Well, in like the hip hop community, they romanticize SoundCloud. Yeah. And definitely. Well, like, like, I get it.
2: I have friends on SoundCloud yeah. that, like, they're phenomenal, like, artists. Like, and I just wish that they would just, like, just not and like go somewhere else or like, like build a bigger platform, you know, yeah. like they could do it easily, easily. They have well, everything there.
0: Yeah. And in the rock community, I mean, especially like my friends that come from going to work tour and yeah. stuff, you hear about how bands would post flyers or they would just get in the van and go tour. But I have tr- explained it to multiple people that, that was back in the day when people just used to go to shows. Like, yeah. there was a place in Denver called Life Spot. Yeah, see, I, I wasn't was, here then, yeah, but yeah, I heard of it. Or the though. Rock House, they had that place. Yeah. But, uh, you know, kids just used to go there well, it was, every Friday The scene was different,
2: dude. Like, like, when we were all getting into music, it was like, you know, you go to a show and there'd be like 20 other people, you know, there, you know, yeah. it was like just this giant I met a community. lot of people through yeah, that. Yeah, that too. Like some people,
0: be- it was funny cause like there was this dude that I met in like 2010 Yeah, and, uh, I'd see him at shows and like we'd give each other a hug and talk for a little bit. And yeah, I not don't, really like
2: knowing him, knowing him just at shows though. We yeah. didn't even know
0: each other's name until like 2014. Yeah. It was like four years. Yeah, because you, you like,
2: only see him at shows. Yeah. And like you see him, and for a brief moment, you say hi. And then, yeah. you know, like...
0: Trevor Champ, Champano. 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 Champana. I don't know how to say his last name. Trevor. Pop Punk Sad Boy you sure Trevor. sure Trevor?
2: Pop Punk Sad Boy? Is that his his handle on SoundCloud? Uh, no. <laughs> I can't remember no, you're good, dude. My memory is, like,
0: oh, I'm, it's I'm shit with horrible. some things, yeah. but then it's
2: just spot on with the I'm most I'm surprised you remembered his name because, like, I, I suck at names. Like, I'm the worst, dude. I do. Uh, I'll probably call you something else, like, in the time that we speak. Like, it'll happen.
0: I forget names more in the first, like, 10 seconds after somebody has told me their name. Yeah. As Like, opposed they say to, like, it, and then it's just, like, gone. And you and you
2: just, like, yeah, watch I don't know it, why I don't away.
0: listen. Yeah. It's like I'm just more excited on what they're gonna say next. Yeah, you're time.
2: like, oh, I wanna, I wanna know about you.
0: I'm getting, I'm getting yeah. better. Yeah. But uh, so you're working on an EP now? Yes. Yes. Do you have any more singles that you're gonna release? I am or... gonna
2: release. Uh, so how I'm... many
0: songs is the EP
2: gonna have? So the EP is gonna fire have... round. Question. Question. Oh, question. So it's gonna be five songs on the EP, and then there's gonna be two singles. Okay. So.
0: And you're working on that now, or you're getting set up? Correct. Yeah, we're getting it set up yeah, so it to track.
2: Um, I gotta go to Vegas to track, and then oh shit, yeah. So, because that's where Nick's at. Um, and so I go track with him, and then we shoot it off to get it mixed and mastered. Okay. So who do you get it mastered by? Uh, I'm trying to be quiet about that. Okay. On this one, but I, uh, it's good to know. Uh, John Feldman. Um, no. Um, that would be cool I don't even know if he masters I think he just like I think he just shows up and it's yeah it's a good time universal no the the person that I'm going to has worked with like more signed artists um, yeah mostly like the past like two years or so like okay there's a lot of good artists that they've worked with so mm-hmm. but I'm just going to Mix Master I just don't want to say their name not just yet so right on yeah but you'll let everybody know yeah, eventually. Terms. Yeah. I mean you'll you'll see it right there, you know, yeah. mixed mastered or produced by.
0: Would you say that the content on this upcoming EP is similar to the singles or I think, it think it's it a good follow up. Um I like a follow up to getting better or Yes
2: and no. Because I am doing Are
0: you getting better?
2: Uh that's a broad question. I'm not sure. You seem better. I I mean I'm yeah, now, but uh who knows? No, I know tomorrow's I was, another day. I was just, yeah, I know. Said that. I got you anyway. Um, yeah, it, it, I am going in a different avenue. It's more art. Um, I know it's kind of weird to say, but it's going to have a lot more, uh, EDM in it. Um, okay, and more dark stuff. Like, like, I'm really into, um, like Witch Step and like. Uh you, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it, uh, that was an involuntary Yeah, no you're good. <laughs> I've never heard of that. So witch step is like it's kinda like goth dubstep. And okay. It's like really dark, ominous stuff. It's like somebody put a YouTube link to a witch. Yeah, you'll step find it
0: immediately just witch step in the comments.
2: Yeah. Are people actually commenting? Yeah. I, can't I haven't even checked part. it, yeah. We just like kinda
0: talked Oh, it's people
2: oh cool cool um but yeah so like it's it's more there's a it's just different spooky? yeah yeah it's like spooky but but not really um there's just a lot of context in it um i actually i'm intrigued for sure like it's gonna be different so yeah. and i i don't want to like say that it's going to sound like this artist or that that artist mm-hmm. because it's not you know like there's just little bits and pieces that i like in certain sounds like especially yeah. like an edm um and just dubstep in general like i love like i love that stuff well there is some obnoxious shit in yeah. that genre yeah you know and i i think that i like for the this vibe stuff that i'm going flow. for it. yeah and
0: i think since you're singing to it it's cool it obviously has to have yeah. some sort of flow
2: there's definitely it's gonna have a similar vibe it's just gonna be a little bit bigger and it's gonna yeah. be a little different so i just you know if people love like those singles i hope they're gonna love what i'm writing you know yeah. and and if so they are don't, they more like upbeat because those ones are like kind of slower
0: melodic and i think
2: i think there's some slow ones but there are a lot of upbeat parts like i mean and that's where a lot of the electronic music comes into play and like a lot of the beats um it's just like there's just some cool stuff i can show you stuff after this for sure hell yeah
0: are you gonna have any because i know one of the songs had like background
2: screaming on it yeah
0: is uh is there gonna be any of there is
2: gonna be screaming on, on the ep so and it's going to really. be good. I, I feel like screaming in this project for me is not, like, the main focal point. But yeah, but having that, I've gotten like, that a lot. I've, I've had a lot of people um, even tell me, like, in DMs or, like, just tell me about the music. Saying, yeah. like, oh, you didn't scream on this track. And yeah. they, like, they want me to scream on it. So I'm there like, was a couple songs where I thought it was coming. Yeah, like, and then it,
0: it didn't it happen. It sounded like yeah, a... Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think... Because, I mean, there's even... Not just take it back to a day to remember, but there's some songs where his singing is at the forefront, but it has that like
2: yeah it's gr- grit raspy in the back.
0: Yeah. undertone yeah. So I think that'll be tight. It sounds like it's gonna be yeah. I'm excited, unique. dude. Yeah. What are some uh, dubstep artists that you
2: listen to? The I listen to. Yeah. Um, Let's see if I know any of them. I like Steve Aoki a lot. Like I know that's pretty Ooh. generic. Steve Steve uh, Aoki or Oh Coy? Aoki. Yeah. yeah Aoki. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw him once. Oh, nice. Walk dude. a flock of
0: flame and boy.
2: That's so sick. I like Bloodborne, I like too. It was too. a wild show. Yeah.
0: I it bet, was, dude. All those guys are high energy. It was the one and only EDM show I think I've ever been to. And he had, like, little robots. Or not little. They were probably, like, eight feet tall robots on stage. It was wild. Yeah. It was at the
2: Ogden, I think. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That'd be a good show because it's, like, you know, like, a good venue to be, yeah. like, immersed in it. I'm sure it was just a sea of people. Oh, like, yeah. It was
0: and just rowdy growing up and going to hardcore and pop punk shows it was It's a
2: different vibe, you know. Oh, yeah. Like I went and, um recently I saw like uh Blackbear when he came through and like there's at Red Rocks? Uh no, that one was at the Fillmore. Oh, okay. So, so I I missed that one. I wish. Yeah, I, I heard that should have got not, his I've, best performance. I've no offense Blackbear. Yeah. I've yeah, I heard it was like okay, but like I don't know. I wasn't yeah. there, but he um, might not
0: have been feeling well some yeah. people Yeah. I always gotta comment on the altitude.
2: The the vibe though is like uh I hip hop or pop shows or like EDM. It's you don't have to worry about someone hitting you, I guess. And it's yeah. like like at a metal show or like a hardcore show, you know, or like a you punk show. That, like you have adrenaline. this like you have this thing in the back of your mind telling you at some point I'm gonna have to push someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, or someone might, you know, come flying at me. So you're always like, you, you're you, not just watching. Yeah. You're your not artists, just you're watching like something. You're experiencing crowd, something. Yeah. yeah. You're like, Oh, that guy's huge. He could probably kill me. And then, you know, you go on with your day. Yeah. But, uh, I, I pop in hip hop shows. Just the vibe. I feel like is like a little bit better. It's like more relaxed. Like I, I feel like people are polite. It's, yeah. It's weird. They're really polite. I could, like well, like that. when you see it, like yeah. like everyone's really nice.
0: I haven't been to a lot of pop shows, not because I have anything against it. I just have never yeah found myself really in that environment. But I I could see how with that type of music and everything, like nobody has anything they're really trying to prove. Yeah, so. especially
2: like in pop music in general. Like it's, only if it's very soft. If somebody
0: gets trashed, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, gonna there's be gonna be. People. I mean,
2: yeah. You can't stop someone from yeah. being a piece course but no um yeah i like i like the mix you know i like i like the fact that i you know i can go to you know a heavy show and i feel at home and i can go mm-hmm. to like a hip-hop show and i feel at home or i can go to like an indie you know like coffee shop and i i just love music You've never dude. been to one of our shows you're right i haven't so i gotta change that for this shit. saturday october 5th at the walnut
0: room be there little plug yeah. Oh, uh, I did want to ask you, uh, shows. So shows, do you play shows?
2: Have I am you not played playing, any shows? I am not playing shows right now. Not right now. Yeah, but not right will. now. But I will be after after okay. we get everything tracked. I and what is that shows. stage
0: setup gonna look like? Are you thinking a DJ and you're at the forefront? Well, or? I am gonna.
2: I are, I have a person that's gonna run sound for me. Um, okay. But they're not gonna be on the forefront. They're not gonna be like they gonna be like side stage yes okay. yeah so it's gonna be off to the side but i i have a lot of weird ideas so it's i really I want that. i want the environment to fit the music okay. and I, I want it to be very much like i approach like like heavy music like when i was in as above so below we always had the approach of being like we regardless of how you feel about the music regardless of how you 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 know, interpret, like, what we're trying to do, mm-hmm. you're gonna remember us. Yeah. And, like, we were just, we we're pretty wild. So, like, yeah. people will remember you when you're running all over the place, or, like, you know, jumping off the stage, you know, things like that. But in this, because it's a little bit different, I'm, I have to set the atmosphere, and I want to, I just want to create an environment. So, where, yeah. like, the moment people hear, like, my first song, you know, like literally the moment that it everything flips off and it's like, you know, whatever trash music they're playing in the venue in the background, you know, like whatever, whatever's going on, you know, like yeah. everyone's outside smoking. Mm-hmm. The moment that switch changes, I want it to affect everyone in that room and, yeah. I, and I want them to have to be immersed in this, into it. I think what you're going
0: to be going for is kind of the way that uh, I've curated the backseaters the way we've curated the backseaters is you know bands like blink 182 ton of bands they play a song say a couple things yeah they make like a joke so we like i want it to be an experience exactly and i i got that from seeing uh like the 1975 because oh, they cool. have their yeah. transitions and yeah. the little things that like go down and then builds up into the next one. Well, and song. it just like
2: incorporates everything yeah. together. So it's, it just it's feels like, like
0: an experience, not just song, 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 song.
2: Well, yeah, and that's so, and that's what I, I'm I'm very much on the same page. Like I would love to do a setup like that where it's I, I also don't want there to be an empty space of sound. Mm-hmm. So like the moment that we start that I start playing to the moment when like I'm done there's music in between, even in between the songs. Yeah. Or there's sound bites. Even
0: if it's just like a sustained note?
2: Yeah, whatever it may be, a lot of it's going to transition directly into the next song because like, I have the ability going into recording and approaching it from the mindset of being like, these are going to be played live. Yeah. And I want the EP to flow 100%. Okay. So, and I mean, the singles and everything, it it will make sense. But, But, you know, there's like those sets that... There's songs that you can't play in every set. You know, it just doesn't yeah. fit the rest of the mold. No, so. I know. And
0: also depending on who you're playing with. Yeah, exactly. So. Like,
2: and you never want to like, I don't know. It's just the dynamics, you know, and of having other artists there, having yourself there. But I just, I just want to build something like that I, people get lost in.
0: Yeah. I totally get it. It's hard to explain something. You can see it in your head. Yeah, like I... yeah. And once it you all go to sense. explain yeah. it, you're like, why don't I have the well, words? Well,
2: and then you to... go you go play live, and it's like, a, it's a whole other dynamic. Yeah. You know, when it's real. You just got to
0: believe that people are going to get it, because yeah. people can smell when you're second-guessing yourself. Oh, yeah, they know, like, especially... Oh, okay, but if they can tell, they... A vocalist, dude.
2: A vocalist, especially. And like, and I. It's gonna be all you, buddy. I have anxiety. (laughs) I, you know, like I struggle with it, and like that, the I go into an entire mess before I I start playing.
0: Just because you're rapping doesn't mean you have to take
2: Xanax. No, I'm good. Okay. Um. I just think. Don't peep it. Don't peep it. Yeah. Do you like little peep? Yeah, I do like little peep. I I I respect him. Like. I think that he had a lot more to offer and he wasn't yeah. given the time and it sucks like again drugs he sucks sometimes yes. Like they can level people and like you never know like what you're getting it's you you're always getting something yeah. that you bought from a stranger so it's yeah. not safe you don't have a scientist there or a doctor to make sure you're good apparently you can get drug testing kits but yeah I would suggest people should do those yeah yeah I I can't say that that's happened to me, but I think that
0: other people should make that decision. Yeah. (laughs) The thing I respect about him is for the little time that he had, he made a very big impact, dude. Moves. And I, the whole goth boy click. Yeah. That's the thing about me. Even if I don't listen to an artist, I'll still like watch a documentary or watch interviews and yeah, stuff. Just yeah.
2: I'm like that with like classic rock. Yeah, I have this weird thing about documentaries of classic rock. Or, I like fucking love documentaries. Like, dude, you like watch one and like it. I like learning about how they built their life around yeah. music, and I, I think it's really cool. Like, I I don't like Guns N' Roses. Like, there it is. Said it. I'm not into them. Like, just not for me. Never have been. Never will be. Yeah, um, but no, I, I I have watched documentaries about yeah. them. And I watched, like, that that movie mm-hmm. or whatever on Netflix. And I was, like, all about it. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. You know, I get why people are into them. I just can't do their music.
0: Yeah. Well, funny enough, watching uh, the Grateful Dead's documentary on Prime Video. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Strange I think he talked through- about
2: this in the podcast with the play Heretic. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I- yeah. I've I haven't I watched that, and dude, and I love shit. I love the Dead. Then you definitely the need
0: it's like six episodes or whatever, five episodes.
2: Oh, um, but it's just it's really cool. Is it to all hear. live shots of them like performing and stuff? Well,
0: and, they like, have like old videos, live shots, but it basically goes from like 1965, okay, like day one, up to um, when Jerry died, and then like, it like that's when it's oh three, stops. yeah. But uh. Yeah, it's just it's kind of cool to see how they built everything from the acid tests to the point oh, yeah, where with they like... had more people in the parking lot. Well, my favorite part of it, fuck the parking lot, because I went to see Dead and Company this summer,
2: and that shit was. Oh, you fucking... actually? It's, so they made you a fan they, because they of did that? Make me a fan. Yeah, I'm they not gonna wear tie dye, but
0: yeah. uh, no, the thing that was smart with them was for whatever reason people started taping their shows or like recording yeah. them yeah
2: because they didn't have social media they didn't yeah. have anything so it was just like we, just word of they mouth they just
0: let people do it and people traded tapes and that's it, wild it was a whole thing and there's wild yeah that's so cool dude marketing that's what it's yeah. all about is that the piece of advice you would give artists
2: yeah i would so if if someone let's would,
0: yeah okay. yeah i guess rephrase it yeah artistically and just In general, what advice would you give um, any musicians as well as like any musicians who are trying to do what you're doing as far as like solo artists doing something um, new?
2: I guess the biggest piece of advice I would say is like be authentically you. Like from a marketing standpoint, there's no bad way to market there's no, like, straight and narrow path. There's no, you know, you have to do it this way. I know I said stuff about SoundCloud, but if SoundCloud is working for you and then you're grinding on it. Yeah. But there's always room to grow, you know? Like, And I think that's <clears throat> something that, like, I had to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. Is, like, literally having management tell me, like, here's where you're fucking up. Like, yeah. And here's what's going to stop you from continuing this path. Makes sense. Yeah. It's a different ball game. Like, uh you can't you can't approach, you know, you have all these ideas in your head and you're like, Oh, I know this is gonna work out this way and then just it happens and you're kind of like, I don't know what to do now, you know? Yeah. So you just gotta approach everything, you know, and just keep writing. I guess like just keep writing music. I would agree with that. Like it's a hard thing for me to even tell myself that, like Yeah. Like just keep
0: being an artist. Well, we don't give up. Just like any other muscle. If you don't use it, it will atrophy. So when you yeah. go yeah. back to do it, it'll yeah. be a little more difficult as opposed to even if you just do something little every day, like write a set of lyrics yeah, that's every day, it'll to at least keep you fresh. Yeah. You know what I mean? I even if with it's that. bullshit, yeah. um, you're still thinking in that. But you're still way.
2: building. You're still building. You're still mm-hmm. moving. You're still like, you know i'm i am my art you know like you're still like in this mantra state of being like you know like i'm building these songs i know where i want to go this is what's going to get me there mm-hmm. so for sure well
0: uh it sounds like you got a lot of exciting stuff yeah definitely a tease it's like the first time i had i Tim know. from Rosu one it was like he said so much. Oh, I bet you, dude. but didn't get that anything away. Yeah, but yeah, he fucking did it. just yeah. like you're gonna do it. Hell so, yeah. um, I am stoked that we finally got to make this happen. Yes, yeah, I know it same. was.
2: Well, we always like you had long, stuff. I had yeah. stuff. It, it happens. It does happen. Like life but, happens, dude. Like, but well, I'm glad we did it.
0: Same. And you know when you get ready to release those singles or the full EP or. Um, you want to promote something, just hit me up and we'll do another podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: So, I'm so down to do a
0: follow-up. Right on. We'll do part two. Well, thank you so much for being on episode number 35 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. And this is Getting Better by Arrows.
1: I wish I could reciprocate love. But it's killing